Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about advanced technology and a system designed to alert you, coming together at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 ES350 for $379 a month for 36 months, and we'll make your first month's payment. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. All right, welcome back in. And for the new listeners... On the Seattle Superpod, this is part of both our regular That Being Said podcast, um, uploaded also on iTunes and SoundCloud, but we put up our once-a-week-ish Seattle podcast. So this segment is also going to be about Russell Wilson Russ. and the deadline, plus the Seattle Mariners and their push. So for those that are here just for the Seattle Super Podcast, welcome in episode five brought to you by Sant Sports. That's SantSports.com, S-O-N-T Sports.com, and this is Sports on Tap. And I am your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur. Welcome in. Welcome in to those Seattle Podcast listeners, and welcome back on this segment for those who are listening to the full podcast from today. Um Russell Wilson, midnight deadline. Uh, Great today for from the Seahawks or to the Seahawks that he either is gonna he's not gonna sign long term unless it's today at midnight. And this comes with the news of yesterday saying the Seahawks believe he'd like to play elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very interesting. I think I'm just gonna start with this, George. Is in the media, there's a bunch of different not in the media, sorry, on social media when it comes to fans and people. A lot of the main messages are, come on, Seahawks, sign Russell. Like, why the fuck would you not sign Russell Wilson? But it seems like there's more to it than that because it seems like he's giving the deadline of, I need this contract now, and there's reports saying he'd like to play elsewhere. So I don't think this is just about the Seahawks giving him his money. No, it's not. I mean, I don't have any inside information here or not, but this seems like a total... If I wanted to leave somewhere, Sammy, this is how I'd handle. This is exactly how. Oh, maybe I wouldn't handle it this way because, like, now I, because I know how people perceive it. it. This is how people should perceive it. At the end of the day, why is he asking out and making a deadline and saying that it needs to be done today, or I'm not going to sign a long term deal? He does not want to be here, and he's forcing his way out of town. And he wants to keep his image clean in town. He want, If people say, oh, my God, Russ, he, uh, he, uh, he left. I tried. I tried to stay, but the Seahawks wouldn't sign me. They wouldn't sign me long term. So at the end of the day, it kind of protects him, saying, hey, look, I wanted to be here, but, oh, they wouldn't re-sign me. Uh, it, it's one of those things where that's exactly what you do when you want out. You make ridiculous <laughs> demands, and when they're not met, you bail. Yeah, and it's, it seems, and I could be totally wrong. They can make a contract extension tonight, and yeah, I, what what I I think I just texted this to one of my group chats, with my friends was, I don't really see any reasonable excuse or reason or a thought even. Let's say I don't have any thoughts of why the Seahawks wouldn't be offering a yeah. somewhat decent contract right exactly. now. Exactly, and I think that's where my confusion comes because there's no way in hell in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong again. There's no way in hell in my mind that. 
Russell told the Seahawks, you have till midnight tonight. And the Seahawks just said, fuck it. We're not going to give him a good contract offer. Right. Because if I'm thinking about John Snyder and what he's done and Pete Carroll and what he's done and the success they've had and the understanding of how important a quarterback is in the NFL right now, it would shock me. It would absolutely shock me if there wasn't an offer on the table that was a very, very good offer. Now, it might not be Aaron Rodgers, $32 million. It might not be $32 million, But somewhere in that 25 to $30 million range, mm-hmm. I'd be absolutely shocked if that isn't on the table for us. Yeah, and you know what's funny, Sammy? We're probably going to find out what's on what, what what the offer is at some point. I, I feel like we've kind of, we're at this time in our in society, we always end up kind of figuring out what happened. And that's what's going to be yeah. interesting. Now, if you're the Seahawks, do you give them $33 million a year? Yeah, you do because he's Russell you, Wilson and you need a quarterback in the NFL. I, I agree. I just wish he would take it. I, I would love to think that Russell Wilson would be the type of guy who would take a little, a slight discount like, and you know, stay here long term. But I just don't think he wants to be here. I, I really don't. I, I think he wants to be in New York. I think he wants to be possibly in L.A. if there was an opportunity to be in L.A. I just think he wants to be – there's no opportunity because the Rams have a young quarterback and the Chargers have Phil Rivers for at least another year. But who knows? Maybe – and that's not really a glamorous franchise in the Chargers. But I just think neither that – Neither was the Seahawks. Neither was the – I know. But I think he wants to go to a glamorous city – and I think it's more press predicated on his wife and him. I don't think it's really. I don't think he really gives a shit if he was playing in Minnesota, Seattle, Green Bay, or New York. I really don't think he cares. But when you have a significant other, and especially one of her magnitude and of her fame. stature and fame, I think that she can. She might be like, "Honey, I want to be in New York. I don't want to live in Seattle anymore." Yeah. I, I think I don't know. Yeah, of course so, we don't know. We're just all speculation. I feel like that's the influence. We're going to find out today, obviously. And here's my thing. I don't blame them if the offer's not on the table. Then yeah. I'm blaming the Seahawks. But it once again, it baffles me to even imagine a world where the Seahawks don't have a high number offer mm-hmm. that's the right one to take on the table. Because I completely agree. We you. know what the value is. I thought there was a really good tweet today. Um, by Kevin Clark from The Ringer, mm-hmm. which was, this is pretty simple. It is smart to pay your quarterback a lot of money if his play makes up for the extra players you could acquire with a cheap quarterback. You know who qualifies as a quarterback who is worth it? Russell freaking Wilson. Exactly. And I put it this way, too. With, you know, if the Seahawks had Blake Bortles last year, guess where they would not have been in the playoffs? Do you know where they'd be? They'd probably the, be the top two, lottery. three picks. Yeah. yeah. Which, the draft lottery. Which is the only... I guess the only silver lining if Russell Wilson leaves is we or are go- or wants to leave is that we will be really shitty and hopefully like get a good draft pick and we can rebuild quickly because without a quarterback you're nothing. Yeah, without a quarterback you're five years deep into a guy like Pete Carroll losing his yeah. job. And- like part of me is like, oh yeah, if he wants to leave, just whatever, blah blah blah, fuck him, you know. But like at the end of the day, I do remember Tarvarius Jackson. Yeah, I, I in Seneca Wallace playing yep. quarterback and Charlie Whitehurst. Yep, and yeah, I remember them and Matt Flynn in the preseason. It's a lot more fun when your quarterback is good at football and than you go to the playoffs and, and you go Super to the Bowl. playoff and Super Bowls and you know the playoffs every year than when your quarterback is Charlie Whitehurst. It's a lot more fun. Trust me, I've done both. I've done the other side most of my life. Way more fun. 
when it's when he's good. Yeah, I mean, coming from Seattle too here, or in the city of Seattle, where you have a baseball team that hasn't made the playoffs since 2001, and no more basketball team. Right. The last thing you need is your team that goes to the playoffs year in and year out. I know they missed one not this year, but last year. Yeah. But they've been a pretty consistent staple in the playoffs since like. 2006 even since even we had a pretty decent transition it was only two or three yeah. years between Hasselbeck and getting Russell Wilson we've been a pretty consistent staple being a good team in the league and the last thing we need is no quarterback and no future mm-hmm. for the Seahawks so you sign the guy I'm really hoping that they have the right offer on the table and if it turns out that they have the right offer on the table and Russell just won't take it then I'm an, I'll be content. You know what? The guy wants out. Go trade him for some draft picks like you were mentioning. Trade him with the Giants for their draft pick this year and some more. Um, yeah, and be I content. Mean, I mean, what would Ru- Russell Wilson demand on like if you're on the trade market? I really think it'd be three first-round draft picks. I mean, Amari Cooper got a first-round draft pick. Yeah. So what's Th- a guy like Russell Wilson going to Three? Three, four. Four? Three and a top-notch player. <laughs> yeah, so like maybe... If that happens, you just do it. If he's not going to sign a long-term deal ever, and which is kind of a, this is why I think he wants out, Sammy. Like, well, who says that? If the deadline isn't reached today, I will never sign a long-term deal ever. What? Well, it doesn't <laughs> say ever. He just won't sign it in this. No, no, no. Period. They they said he'll take a series of one-year deals, a la Kirk Cousins. Yeah, until he figures out the right numbers. That's the thing. Kirk Cousins would have signed with the Redskins if he get if they gave him. His number, but they couldn't agree to terms, right? So right. he's saying this year he will wait and not sign a long-term See, until I, he's a free agent. I, I, I thought what I heard was he'll never sign a long-term deal with the Seattle Seahawks. It's from what I read today, and I, I don't know if I can if, confirm that. If next year mm-hmm. they said here's $50 million a year, he would sign the deal. <laughs> so I, I, I know, I'm just saying what the what I heard. You know, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but what we all heard is the same sentence, which is he won't sign a long-term deal unless it's signed by the deadline. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he's never in his life going to sign a long-term deal. That means he will not sign this year because this this deadline isn't a real deadline. This is a Russell Wilson deadline. Yeah. So this isn't like a real deadline where he's never going to sign a contract again if he doesn't reach it by here. He's just saying, I'm going to go into this year and become a free agent next year Yeah. if right. I don't get my deal. But that doesn't mean if next year the Seahawks come out and offer him the biggest contract ever. He would not sign a long-term deal. Who knows, right? Right. That's just saying this year he's not signing no contracts. Yeah, and unless he gets his deal. That's because he wants out of Seattle. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, we don't know that. But why else would you say that if you really wanted to be here? You'd say, oh, I, you know, I'm not going to put a deadline. I'm not. I'm. And if we, if I don't miss the deadline, I'll extend the deadline. Like, I'll uh, tell but, you why you'd want to say that because you want to get your contract before you get hurt or before you go on the season and he wants to get paid big. He's trying to play the I'm bigger than the system right now, Mm -hmm. which there are guys like LeBron James who try to be bigger than the system. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean they want or don't want to be where they're at, but they want to be bigger than the system. Russell Wilson wants to be bigger than the organization because I feel like most of his career. I, I, I do agree with that. I think he, most of his career, he's been part of the, P. Carroll, John Snyder, yeah. run game, Legion of Boom system that won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And now he wants to be like, no, this is the Russell Wilson Seahawks, not the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Okay, so that's fair, how I fair, see it. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I just I think it's a power trip. I, I think it's he wants to go to New York. My favorite, my favorite. Either way, it's a power trip. Yeah, either way. <laughs> but yeah, my favorite tweet out of them all is Tyron Matthew. Uh, 
goes, oh, Russ wants, wants to be in New York, but you didn't hear that from me. No, well, from T. From T. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, motherfucker, you tweeted it. Yeah. Like, obviously, we heard it from you. <laughs> Who else did we hear it from? I like that. Russ wants to go to New York, but you didn't hear that from me. Uh, no, nah, just heard it from you, man. Uh, I thought that was a funny tweet just because of that. You don't want it from T. Like, come on. Yeah, we heard it from T. I, I believe him. Well, why would players – like, what does Tyron Matthew have to gain by saying that? Nothing, but he might have some inside information. Exactly. Or he's just trying to fuck with people. A lot of people do that. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people do that. But we've heard the rumors that he wants to go to New York. And this stuff, like, doesn't it just validate it? Like, to me, it validates the rumors. I don't know if it does because he might sign today. Yeah, I know. So but I'm that's just, where I don't know if the rumors are real. I just saw a great tweet actually that from Mina Kimes. She's works for ESPN. Yeah. She's from Seattle. She said, "My Russell Wilson contract take is that I'm going to wait until tomorrow to have a Russell Wilson contract." Take. Okay, if he doesn't sign by midnight tonight, will you? That he probably wants out of Seattle, okay. or the Seahawks are dumb and didn't offer him a good contract, which would also be stupid. I know, but I don't. I cannot foresee that in any. There's no way the Seahawks would not. You know when we're gonna find out when tonight, probably when his agent comes out and says this was the offer. Oh on the table. yeah, his agent will definitely not be like they gave us a great offer. The agent will spin it. We're not gonna know the offer until a very long time from now. There's no way the agent's gonna be like they. Uh, there's no way they're not gonna know the offer. We're not gonna know it. The, you know what the agent will say? The Seahawks offered him a very low contract, and the Seahawks. You know what they're gonna say? We offered him a really good contract. We're not gonna know. Sometimes we do find out. Guys yeah, like Adam find Schefter out. might find no, out. Exactly. We're not going to find out from the Seahawks or his agent. We'll find yes, out. Yes, but that's what I'm telling you. We're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. So okay. but when it you might said be the Seahawks. I know, but when you said the, when you said the uh, agent is going to come out and say, we're not going to find out from the agent. Well, the agent's probably going to ha- or have to reveal the information to somebody, and that's who's going to reveal the information. Okay, that's fair. That part's My fair. My point is, you keep saying one misconception is that Russell Wilson's going to do that. Well, it might not just be Russell Wilson. we got to remember, this might be the Seahawks. It could be, but I, I, it's I, hard to foresee. I tell you, I'm also, I'd be baffled if it is, but it could be the Seahawks being st- a stupid organization, but which they're usually not, but it might That's be. what I was going to say. We have a lot of, we have a lot of, uh, what you call it, proof that they're not a dumb organization. I don't know. We signed Matt Flynn to a $20 million a year contract before he ever was a starter in the NFL and then drafted Russell Wilson and then didn't play, play Matt Flynn. So that was how we got to this situation in the first place. Um, so I don't know. I really don't. And I, we, we also spent the last couple of years trading good off or letting go of good offensive linemen to sign people like Jimmy Graham. Right. Who that didn't work out either. So yeah, but wasn't that kind some, of helping Russell Wilson in a way, try to get him weapons. I mean, it's kind of like we've been trying to become a more offensive team to help Russ, but also, the, but also hurting, hurting. Him with offensive line. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Uh, it's just interesting. I, 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 and like I said, I obviously don't know anything. I'm just giving you my, what, how I am interpreting it. That's yeah, my take. I guess we'll you know? find out. Yeah. That's the, the big the big answer is always we'll find out. Um, I kind of like the My contract take is going to be much more significant tomorrow once mm-hmm. I find out what actually happens. Um, that's all I got for that. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I guess. Uh, so you said you would pay him. Would you make him the highest paid quarterback in NFL history? Yeah, fuck it. If it yeah, doesn't I mean, work out, I end up trading him. You know, I, I completely agree. I mean, wh- why not make him the highest paid he won't I, be the highest paid come next year. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. always the next up, I and mean, I mean, with that part, I kind of do agree with him. I'm just wondering if we're gonna, if he if he does get that offer and doesn't take it, he knows it doesn't matter really. Whether it's Seattle, New York, wherever he goes, he will. He could probably get become the highest paid quarterback. He's 
going to be for whatever minute he signs his contract until the next guy signs, he'll be the highest yes. quarterback. Unless the Seahawks offer him like $30 million a year and Rodgers makes 31 I think. Yeah. He might sign that and be pretty much the highest paid outside of Rodgers. Exactly. Um, let's get to the Mariners really quick. Yeah. So I'm just going to read you some fun facts here. Obviously, the Mariners um, got swept three-game sweep against the Astros this weekend. But I was showing you on a lot of ESPN power rankings, people's power rankings. They're still number five on power rankings. Yeah, which and, is great for us. Which is great. And you look at the outlook of the league, right? The Mariners are the second highest run differential in all of baseball, mm-hmm. right behind the Rays. Um, they have the second best record in all of baseball, which is interesting. Um, if you go, if I, I went to overall, not even AL, and yeah. overall, they are tied with the Rays for the best record in baseball. Rays are twelve and four, we're thirteen and five, and then it comes Astros, right? Astros are obviously probably the better team, winning nine straight, mm-hmm. and we know what that team has. But the Mariners have found a way to stay competitive, and obviously pitching is maybe more of a problem. If you look at their difference, they've given up 91 runs and scored 126. No other team has scored over 90. Brewers have 91. That's the second highest. We have 126. Yeah, and the Brewers are a really good team as well. <laughs> in the, I think they're second in most power rankings or third in most pe- power rankings. Yeah, but. and so we're just raking the ball. It's a tough series to lose three straight, but out of all teams to lose three straight to, you'd kind of expect it the most out of yeah. being against the Astros. And it looks like the Mariners are still finding a way to be a team that after this week, we'll see against the, the the Indians these next couple games. But if they go back to their winning ways after getting swept by the Astros and win, say, two out of three against the Indians, seems like they might be legit. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see here, like, hopefully we can rebound after, you know, going 0-3 against the Astros. But, I mean, like we we I was talking to you before the show, the Astros have come off of now three consecutive sweeps. They've swept the A's, they swept the Yankees, now they swept the Mariners. I mean, that's... I guess the only issue I have here is, man, like, God, if we are good and we are a top, let's say, five team in the league and the Astros are a top three team in the league, it's like, fuck, really? We're not going to win the AL West by being a top five team? You're going to go to the, the wild card game. Yeah, that's, like, the only thing that gets me, like, God damn it. You know, like, if we are good. I, I'm really interested to see what we do here in the next three games against the Indians. Who I, I don't know what the Indians' record is. I don't know if the, how Eight and good, seven, I Eight think. and seven. Okay, it's a so perfect I, test. It's a good test, like, can, and also it's a good test to see can this team be physic? Is this like sweep like a deflator, or is it not? Or are they like, wow, we just played the best team in it may be baseball in baseball, and we're still good, and let's still go after it. Exactly, that's what I'm really interested to see. Yeah, I am too. It'll be interesting to see what, um, what they do, and if the bats stay hot, of course, of that's, course, that's kind of the biggest thing here, and. Our pitching is always going to be a question this year, but mm-hmm. you know you'll take a quality three-run start by Felix. Yep, right. That's not awful but against the Astros team with that firepower. Is actually, I, I, it, it, it was encouraging. Yeah, and what Kikuchi's probably only going to get better as a pitcher yep. as time goes. And Marco Gonzalez is still four and zero. He didn't get the loss. Yeah, and it's just all those things are going to shape up a little bit. We did lose LeBlanc. Yep, um, to a little bit of an injury. Uh, Hopefully not too serious. I think he he's an oblique strain or something okay. like that. So it's gonna be out. He's gonna be he's at gonna least on the injured list. Yeah, for fifteen days probably. Sorry, we have to call it injured list now. You know that, right? Why? 
We can't call it the disabled list anymore. Major League Baseball used to call it the disabled list, but they said it. Uh, some people were offended by that by saying it's like, oh, you're disabled people. So they asked. So they changed. I wouldn't mock that, but that's that's fine. I get it. If you, if you're like if you have a family member who's disabled, it might offend you. It right. seems a little sensitive. But seems, I wouldn't necessarily mock it. I'm. You're mocking it. I'm mocking it, yeah, because it's like we've called the disabled lists the DL. You know, it's not we're not mocking you know disabled people by like when when I heard the DL, I've never said that's disrespectful to that. I didn't that's even know what, that meant disabled list, but you say disabled list. I can I can kind of get where it could be offense to some people, just given the fact that I might have a couple friends that have a disabled sibling and they find it offensive. I feel a little bad, but I'm not. I would. I'm not saying I agree with it. I just personally wouldn't mock it. But he's on the IR disabled list, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, kind of sucks, but I, I, it's not the IR. It's IL. 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 I just saw something say IL. Um, I think the C- I think I think the Mariners will be fine. I just don't think they're obviously not as good as the record probably shows. No. No. But. If you can keep a mildly decent, you know, run scored streak and keep the pitching mildly average, yes, you could be a wild card team. And that's what we. I mean, I, I'm not aiming to be a wild card team. I want to win the West, but like, you tell me, I wouldn't be satisfied with this year by winning, getting a wild card. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, for a team that hasn't been there, and since 2001, yep, you you kind of take anything. Exactly. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, same here. But you know, it's gonna be exciting. Do you think? Hopefully, here we take two out of three. We haven't had a day off in a really, really long time. But uh, hopefully, we get two out of three. Take a day off. Oh no, we don't have a day off right after. I think we keep playing through Monday. So what? We got Monday through six games. I really it would be great if we can go four and two, and then take a day off. And and I, I'd be really happy with like how you know we progress throughout the first basically month of the season. Yeah. I mean, let's just, let's keep winning series. Exactly. I know we lost this last series, but if you can keep going two out of three, two out of three or three out of four, you know, and not lose series. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why the Mariners were in the race last year, but it kind of just ended a little, a little uh, prematurely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully not this year, man. We're going to find out. And hopefully that bullpen, you know, that's the one thing you got to be, you know, that c- continues to concern you is the bullpen. Uh, hopefully the bullpen gets it together or and becomes a little more serviceable. Yeah, which it probably won't. Yeah. I mean, it's not <laughs> going to get much it's healthier. Not, it's not like these guys in the bullpen are gonna all of a sudden going to become Edwin Diaz. Yeah, it's probably not going to get much better, but you just kind of hope that the starting pitching, we have potential there with Felix could be okay. Exactly. You could have guys like Kikuchi get better. Marco Gonzalez is obviously solid. You just hope those guys continue to bring out quality starts, which will give mm-hmm. less pressure on the bullpen necessarily. Hundred. I still think they're going to get necessarily better. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They're not just going to become. They're not going to become a shutdown bullpen. No. So never. <laughs> uh, no, never. Exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um. All right. Well, we'll be back with uh This was episode five of the Seattle Super Pod. Hell yeah! And episode five twenty nine. Of that being said. This is wrapping up both of them. Uh, for both of them, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just type in that being said on iTunes or SoundCloud or Sant Sports, S-O-N-T Sports, because this is Sports on Tap. You can find us on SantSports.com. And you can find the podcasts on Twitter at PodThat or on Instagram at That Being Said Pod. 
follow us there, comment, ask us questions. We'll always be there to answer. So, George, yes, this sir. is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Go Mariners. Go Ems, baby. The world is changing at a rate like never before. So, why is an education? Strayer University is revolutionizing higher education to help you finish your degree. We make transferring credits simple, create binge-worthy course content to keep you engaged, and design AI-powered tools to help you graduate. Welcome to the future of education. Strayer University, out with the old school. Strayer University is certified to operate by chef. Individual results may vary. When it comes to vein disease and those embarrassing, painful varicose and spider veins, no one is immune. Just ask three-time beach volleyball gold medalist Misty May Trainer. I was surprised to see I had vein disease. I didn't think I was old enough. I'm a working mom of three young ones and I still coach. I need my legs healthy and performing at their best. That's when Misty went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors of Vein Clinics of America specialize in the latest laser therapies and minimally invasive treatments. It's like they turn back time. The veins they treated are completely gone and the procedure happens so fast. For over 35 years, women and men have been enjoying healthy, strong, and youthful looking legs thanks to Vein Clinics of America, like gold medalist Misty May Trainer. Vein Clinics of America work for me and they can work for you too. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Most treatments are covered by insurance. 800-307-4200. That's 800-307-4200. 800-307-4200.